0: Hello, guys, and welcome to a new episode of Five. Today, I will talk with Franziska Polman, um, who is a movie director and runs her own production company, and we will talk about Create F, the female founder show.
1: For us, entrepreneurship is not necessarily about starting or running a business. It's a state of mind, a principle of life, and an approach to dealing with problems. This is 5, your university podcast on female entrepreneurship by the Munich University of Applied Sciences and the Strascheg Center for Entrepreneurship. We strongly
0: believe in diversity. It's just so much more fun and exciting. Diversity in food, in cultures, in places, ways of living, learning, creating, and doing things. It's this desire to explore that we all have in us
1: to see new things. And yes, to be curious, to look what's behind the next corner.
0: Hello, Francisca and welcome to a new episode of FIVE. I'm really happy that you're here today with us. And yeah,
1: maybe just introduce yourself, who you are. And thank you very much for having me, Franziska. So it's, it's a pleasure to be here, the two Franciscas at your podcast and... Yeah, I'm I'm happy that we can talk today about the series Create F, the female founder show. And me as a film director, for me this is somehow a new field, but also an old one because I'm like I have an entrepreneurship heart. So um that's something I always have to think about or that is like in my in my brain, in my veins. So I cannot not work as an entrepreneur, whatever I do
0: as I'm also involved a little bit in create F, And so I'm really excited uh, that Franziska today will share what is create F and what she's doing and what she's planning with the new show that's coming up. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe tell us a bit, like, okay, what yeah. is create F And why did you think or decided to start a show for female founders
1: So um, internationally we have these formats like Shark Tank and then there were more like licensed versions in different countries. In Germany we have uh, Höhle der Löwen, which is also a format I really like because I think it's it's very important that we put this entrepreneurship mindset into um, our society and it's interesting to see what kind of like inventions come out of society. But always when I watched it, I felt... um, there's this lack of what does it mean to to found a company what does it mean to establish a product to get into the market like what are all those steps that we never see and isn't there a lack of also like education on entrepreneurship um, that we could fill out with another format and maybe also have a more um, closer look on female entrepreneurship and why don't we have that many um, founders as we have male founders. I'm not sure if that's always the case, but sometimes we just don't see the all, all these like important female ideas or visions. Or maybe there's um, the moment where you have an idea and then you don't know why you don't do the next step and you need some courage or someone like a role model who you can... Um, have an orientation tour. Or you can look up to and see if that's possible. So I wanted to have an impact on this kind of courage, encouragement for female possible or aspiring female founders to get their vision into reality.
0: So I understood you're doing a show for female founders and it's more oriented towards also some elements of education and entrepreneurship education. So how is it like set up?
1: So we plan to have 12 episodes for the first season where we start in the beginning with the status quo um, consideration of what is um, founding in Germany generally like. So what's the actual situation and how is everything uh, focused on female entrepreneurship in Germany? What's the situation there? Like female founders in numbers and also the um, side of investing Why isn't there enough money for female visions or female entrepreneurship ideas um, put into their visions at the moment? So we start with the founding and the investing in Germany. And then we have 10 aspiring female founders who get a coaching for 10 um, episodes. So we start with their ideas and then we go on to the MVP, the business model, like every step that you need for your founding And in the end, at the last episode, we have a big um, female investors round, which I look absolutely forward to, because I think or what I also heard a lot is that it's so different how female investors and female founders talk together about an idea. And there's, of course, a big market for female products that it's not so easy to talk with a male investor about when you talk about your period or something. So I think, um, yeah, there's something we can we can do. There's also a big movement at the moment in Germany, which I appreciate a lot. Um, But I think we can put more visibility on these topics and maybe enable and encourage more female and diverse leaders to go for their visions. So the actual status is
0: that you're looking for people or women, actually, who would who have an idea already right and then they could apply through your website for participating in the
1: in the show yeah absolutely that's right so the application phase started um the 8th of march when the international women's day um happened or um And yeah, so far we already got um, many ideas or many applications that are really interesting. But of course, we look forward to having more because we also want to show that there's such a big potential that we want to um, enable. And as we had many questions from female founders that already um, set up the company in the last few months, uh, we thought of another small format that is something like on the road. So we want to put in every episode one to three um, companies, female founded companies to give them visibility to show their projects, because we think it's most important to um, to enable and to make more, uh, to give more visibility.
0: And can you tell us a bit about the selection criteria? Like what are you actually
1: looking for in uh, applicants? Um, it's most important that there's a personality, like an entrepreneurship personality mindset behind it, like someone who really wants to um, realize um, her idea. And um, we're looking for a female-founded vision, but it can also be a diverse team. So it's very necessary that the leader is a female, is a woman. And um, that's somehow it. Um The woman needs a very specific idea she wants to strive for and we're looking for scalable ideas but maybe sometimes there's an idea where you cannot be sure at the moment about the scalability and it will be something that we will um, come up uh, with in the coaching process. So when we believe in the personality and in the idea then we go for the person and we're happy to be in the process together and we will have... um, two juries Uh, one jury is for like the large application pool and then we have a short list in the end and yeah hopefully it's going to be a great um, team or a great selection of very interesting personalities and ideas and we're looking also for a diverse approach in terms of age and industries approaches ideas so um, in the best case there's someone like a woman who wants to build their guitars and we we'll look for a scalable process and uh, someone else, I don't know, a 50-year-old lady who wants to come up with an artificial itali- intelligence um, idea. So there's no limit.
0: Yeah, cool. And I think um, Franziska, she really has a big and strong support network <laughs> for this uh, show. And that's what really stands out um, that there is um, already like a lot of inspiring role models uh, and founders who will actually coach those who want to go down the same or a similar path, let's say. Um, tell us a bit like who you got in the support network and who will be coaching also the um, the new um,
1: female founders. Yeah, that's absolutely true. I was um, also because for me in the in the beginning, it was a project. I just like, like for people who have many ideas, it was one of the ideas I always wanted to, to set up. And um, then I just like the thing started and it grew and grew and grew. And now it's like, okay, um, I also I recently got a scholarship for it, so I can work with the team now on the idea, which is great because it's not possible for me alone to handle all these issues at the moment, which is absolutely great. So the response is um, overwhelming and it makes clear that we have a point there. That is something we need to focus on. And um, when I started the whole process, I um, made a connection to... Uh, Claire Siegert and Victoria Arnhold, they both founded together Bizinet, which is a platform for female founders, like similar as the show is, but on um, a platform based possibility to work on all the steps of your company, like on your founding process. And um, I got to know them and then I asked them, yeah. I have this idea that we want to do it together and they were absolutely into it and we started thinking of who could be in the network, who could be supporting. And then I just asked all these amazing female founders who have already a lot of success in their career, who have um, a mission, who have an ideology on um, supporting this whole idea, And as I was, I studied in Lüneburg, I studied at the Leuphana um, Applied Cultural Science. But um, during a PhD I started afterwards, I had a project or I I got into the academic program for entrepreneurship at the Straschek Center here in Munich. And that's how I got into this whole Munich entrepreneurship scene. So it was my first approach to ask Moritz Hoffmann, who is the leader at the um, academic program for entrepreneurship at the moment, if he has some ideas, like who are the female founders of Munich at the moment, the ones I should get in contact with. Um, and then very fast, I got to know the Langhaar Mädchen, Mona Meyer and Julia Schindelmann, who were absolutely gorgeous. and <laughs> They were easily into it and they were happy and Now, as we started the whole process, they are like sharing everything with their community, which is awesome. It's something that you could never you could never pay and all this personality. And yeah, like people are so into it. This is something I never um, imagined to happen. And then I got to know Svenja Lassen, who is a wonderful leader of a female investors network she built up here in Munich and she is also like she has a, a, a huge network, and she's just she just says, well, okay, I know this lady at Cosmopolitan, I lo- know this one, um, she's a wonderful investor, and da da da, and so on. And she just um, yeah, speaks out for the project without any hesitation, and uh, yeah, like there's a trust and a belief in this project that I never imagined in the beginning. And then there are. Like all these ladies like Janina Mütze, who I know from Cive, Aya Jaff, who's a wonderful um, role model for many people in her generation. I think that's also very important that we have diverse and in different age and different generation level have role models there because we need everyone like for this vision. Yeah. I can go on with a hundred (laughs) names. I don't don't know. There are so many women I could uh, point out now. Maybe to, to um, focus also on one more, which is Verena Pauster. She's one of the entrepreneurship ladies in Germany at the moment. And we started a crowdfunding campaign last week. And I didn't know that she knew about it. And when we started at 10 o'clock in the morning, she was the first one to invest. And she was the first one to put it absolutely in her network. And the, a big discussion started. So this was absolutely yeah it was overwhelming i didn't expect it and everyone was like "Ah, you it's your project Ah, okay Mm -hmm, mm -hmm." and that's also something that i really like because i come from the film industry where very uh, where everything is very much focused on your personality and it's like "Uh aha so um and then you have a lot of um envy or yeah people are not not always happy about your successes and at the moment i have the feeling that this is not about me this is about the project about the idea about many female entrepreneur ladies to come and uh, that's why i think it's so easy to connect because it's about everything about about everyone in society so yeah i think
0: um what i really what really stood out to me was like the how you approach also this project like it really this passion and the belief in the project really swaps over and i think that what also is like contagious (laughs) sort of and um and then i also like how much how you how entrepreneurial in you set up the project yourself i mean it's not that there is like this big production company behind and there is tons of money and there is like um, everything set sort of and you, you're you just like um, putting it all into place and recording and filming it or producing. But you really do it like in a very entrepreneurial way, um, let's say. And I think maybe can you tell us a bit more on the crowdfunding campaign and like all that? Because, I mean, you actually have to raise the money to to produce uh, the show it's not that there is like this budget uh, that you have behind but uh, it's more of like a a community effort sort of to make the show happen yeah absolutely
1: and uh, (laughs) that's something i i think that's with this entrepreneurial mind you just think of course it's gonna happen and then okay there's something in in your way then okay i have to Come along. I will make it happen. I will make it happen. And uh, today, for example, I had a, a talk again with this um, crowdfunding campaign leaders, which are the platform, which is Startnext. And um, Tino Kressner, who is leading this company or this platform, we were thinking together what other possibilities do we have? So um, they have a matchmaking form, something which is, um, for example, when you're an investor, And you have 100,000 euro, you want to push something or you make something visible that is important for you, like, for example, sustainability ideas, then you can say these 100,000 euro go into the matchmaking form or the matching form. And when you pay 50 euro, then my 50 euro from the 100,000 go into it. So the money uh, doubles. And that's something we want to make happen now for um, not only for the show production or the Financing for the production itself, but also when the show starts, I want to make sure that all these female, um, these female founders get their ideas on the market. They they need to have a chance. They need to have the possibility, not only the platform, the visibility um, that we offer, but um, with one campaign for everyone along the show. They have the possibility to raise the money, so they, when in the end, when they like meet the investors, they have some capital behind them, and they can say, "Well, I'm not like not only my idea, but I can also bring some money in." And I think that's important to be on eye level when you are talking with someone about money and about a percentage of your company. So um, this is something that we are doing now, that we provide this matching for, and. Um, yeah, there's, I don't know. I am I can just say I'm sure this is going to work out and somehow we will make it happen. And if it is, you know, <laughs> when I uh, when I started my first business, it was also a film production company for my first um, cinema movie when I was on the train. I was just um, asking people or I, I just got into talking with people very easily. I don't know why. <clears throat> and then I told them about the idea and somehow I got investors in the train so I, I cannot tell you how but I'm sure it's going to happen so somehow we will find this or another way and then I don't know so I'm at the moment I'm writing uh, letters for example to people I'm sure they are into the idea because we got so many responses like oh yeah 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 it's such a great idea and then they don't give 10 euro so I think well if you are in it into it then you are absolutely able to, to provide something yeah
0: yeah, I mean that's the good thing about crowdfunding. Like, I mean, you can. It depends. Like, I mean, there there could be one person uh, coming up for the thirty five thousand, or there's um, three thousand five hundred people coming up uh, with ten euro, or so. It it just you can give um, how much you can, and um,
1: every little every effort counts. Every yeah. effort
0: <laughs> counts. That's what I was looking yeah. for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
1: I also, um, you know, I'm 35 now. And uh, for example, my family comes and they say, well, why are you begging for money? <laughs> really? And I told them, well, you know, you see, so far I did not get to this point where I can just say, well, no matter if someone won't want to work with me or not. Um, I don't have this choice at the moment, but I want to make it happen. So this is the way I can I can do this or I can... Hope for the next three years that one of these production companies I already talked to say "Hmm, maybe it's a good idea so there were so many people already who said yeah 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 but we don't know if it works and I'm like okay then I can only show them so I have to make it happen that's the only possibility
0: yeah I think this is um, really fascinating you know this um, what you have in yourself like this energy and the self-efficacy like this belief that to no matter if you have barriers and there will be always barriers and um, challenges and um, things that you can excuse yourself for like let's say ah, yeah maybe I want I want to do this but there is this 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 first I have to do this 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 and then maybe I get to that I mean we all know uh how our brains sometimes works and um and can you just like i mean this podcast is also for our students and like uh I don't know is was was it is it in your personality like did you always have that or did it build up through the projects you all you've already done, and like the maybe this the this self um assurance that you gained through step-by-step or through role models or tell us a bit like um, that would be interesting to know I think
1: Um, I when I was six months old I had this I don't know how you say burning I don't know so I I put um, a bit of hot water over my body and um, which was I think a very 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 hard time for my parents because only my father was was there and they never um they never talked about who's res- responsible would it be possible that it did not happen or something so later on they split and i had always in my life um this feeling i have to do something i have to put something before myself so this is not visible so no one talks about my burning my scars and my like my vulnerability vulnerability, but about the projects I do, about the things that I bring into the world. And uh, which is also a topic then later on, I noticed, oh, well, if I don't talk about it, then it's also a problem somehow. But um, this led to the fact that very early on, when I was 15, I think I had my first theater play on stage because I felt I have to tell the world something. And um, that led obviously to the fact that very early on I got uh, known for what I do. That when I say I do this or I do that, then I will do it probably. And that's what I did. Then I wrote plays, like ten, ten years. I wrote plays and put them on stage and directed them and wrote the music for it and da-da-da-da. And then um I founded a film production company. I don't know. So it went on and on. I just did the things I did. And with this film production company and the vision, uh, okay, someone said, I have the scholarship now for being a producer. I'm a producer now. And I did not know what it means to have a company. I did not know what kind of uh, strings are attached. And there came a lot of, uh, people would say, failures. For me, it was like experiences that are not that easy. But So I had a lot to manage there. And when... um, This first movie was put into cinema. Afterwards, I was uh, somehow empty. There was nothing left. And I had so many uh, really hard um, experiences that I felt I cannot do anything else now. It's over. And I was here um, in Munich. I went to a fuck-up night and talked about all this. And it was like, yeah, okay, now you can celebrate everything that went wrong. But it didn't feel better. (laughs) I was just like... (laughs) Well, no, okay. Yeah. So cool. I talked about it, but still I'm like down and nothing happens. And for me, it felt like I'm off my path. Everyone else besides me, they raised their kids. They had their companies, they had their jobs, whatever. They made their careers. And I was like, no one, not working, nothing happened. And somehow I started again, but I feel that processes are not that easy now. And, um, or maybe I have a personality that when someone else is there and I can I spread my energy and it doubles or it grows, then that's easy. So, so I'm, I always need people. And with this project, there are so many people <laughs> out there. It's like, uh, yeah, whenever something doesn't work um, at the moon, for example, I, I came into a new town to Hanover. And I tried to find these, um, yeah, like the awesome women of Hannover for this topic to to see what potential do we have in the region, who is there, who does what. And uh, everyone said, well, I cannot come into your company. This is too much responsibility for me, but I want to help. And in the beginning, I was only frustrated. I said, well, OK, what do I have to do that someone commits with me? Um. And then I thought, okay, what if this is the pool of talented people I can ask always when something is needed? And so we started like once a week. We have a uh, we have a conversation about what's to do at the moment. What do I don't know about? Like, what's the situation at the moment? Do I need help for something? And this was like something like the safety net I never had before in my projects um, because they don't... Um, expect me to pay them they don't expect something back and uh, somehow then it went very fast so um yeah i don't know what was your question (laughs) 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 i don't know yeah okay yeah it doesn't matter but it (laughs) was uh,
0: really i uh, really appreciate like the what you just shared with us and the story and also this um honesty and transparency about, you know, that, I mean, sometimes, and this is often criticized also in the entrepreneurship scene, I mean, we always like to tell the successes and the, uh, hey, look how much money we raised, hey, uh, look how great and strong and, like, perfect I am, and we create this image, and then everyone feels like, oh, yeah, I have to be like that, I want to be like them. And then on the path, I mean, there is... <laughs> um, you struggle, You what you just said, like you fail or you make experiences. Uh, it's always a matter of how you look at it. Um, but it's sometimes not what maybe we think that, uh, you know, that... Um, that society puts a lot of pressure uh, in. We create all these like images of like, this is the perfect family, this is the perfect woman, this is the perfect man, this is the perfect entrepreneur. And then everyone tries <laughs> and a lot of people fail. <laughs> and then through, throughout failing, uh, we learn something new and um, we reorientate ourselves, we adapt. Uh, we get to know other people and I think that's something I also realized since I'm researching and working in the female entrepreneurship scene and it really is a great thing to have um, like-minded or lately someone um, wrote me a message like like, like (laughs) like-hearted people and um this uh willingness um of supporting of connecting of hey i I have something um in my network in my ideas, and then to just pass it on and to to be yeah these connections and this is some something that really feels fulfilling like um and there is this drive sort of in the scene and this really makes me believe that um, together you can create um, a great impact and change something. And also that this, um, I really like, I mean, I'm not like a super digital person, but I, what I really love about um digitalization and is that we can connect throughout barriers of where do we live uh, in which time zone are we but we can all connect um, all over the world and um, help each other and um, yeah so I think uh, and your project is really kind of um, makes all this very visible I think and yeah, uh, I really appreciate <laughs> <laughs> that. You know, I mean, there's always someone who needs to uh, start the journey and um, and make the first step. And I think, yeah, this is also something something that regularly comes up as an advice. Like if you uh, if people um, ask themselves, like, yeah, but I have this idea. But I don't know. And maybe what we said before first, I need to make a course on this, and then I need to learn this, and then I li- need to do this. And then it's like five years later, and <laughs> you're still s- sort of thinking. And um, but it's uh, really like this um, doing mat- mentality and like make the first step, and then um, somehow things will sort themselves out and then there is this person coming and who connects you to this and this and so it goes goes on or what would you say other than that as like a recommendation maybe for those who were who at the um at the point um to think oh should I I have an idea but what should I do
1: I think it's, uh, for me as a person, it's absolutely the way just to try and see and on the way you learn and there's um, probably the most gorgeous experiences you're going to get into your life. And I think that's absolutely a mindset thing. Mm we have we have something like these boxes for people who are experts and they need to become better and better and better and only this way they um like yeah gain our rewards and are seen as the ones in society and then we have these generalists and then uh, yeah somehow they are also people they they start as an expert and then they put other um branches other ideas on top and that works out but if you are someone who's like um who has many ideas. Um, there are so many um words in German like um wie sagt man Eiermilch, <laughs> legende You know what I mean. There are some words or um tausend sasa is is a word that is um it has like a better feeling but I think we as a society we are not um we are still not open for um, diversity. <laughs> diversity, yeah. Or to see us. Um, I think we have a, um, a large, a huge identification via the job we do and not like as the person we are. And that's something that in Buddhism I really like that you are on eye level with a person, with a human. And not with a profession and I'm I'm not here to talk with you at the, as uh, the PhD candidate you are but as you, you yourself and um, this is something I think w- w- we always talk about these boxes and somehow of course I see myself like I meet someone and I try to put something in a box that I can yeah this is how we are trained this is how it works a lot. But I, th- I, I would wish for myself, um, for society, that we get more open, that we try to th- to forget about these boxes, because it puts ourselves into a small, um, yeah, and it, we cannot live our potential when we always try to to belong to one of these boxes. And um, I have a lot of conversations, especially at the moment, because I work also as a composer and as a film director. And both uh, these industries are very, like, closed. They are, like, um, as a film director, okay, you can have, you have a broad um, vision, a broad field that you work on. But also in both fields, people tell me, how do you want to become better? How do you want to be an expert? Why do you stop your um, profession at the moment and do something in an economy? And I'm like, well, this—it's—it's it's not as it the way it works for me. I feel like I'm—I had an idea, and I do this idea, I make it happen, and it will enrich my life, no matter what. And um, yeah, sometimes I tell them which happened that in the beginning I had this um, this fictional series idea about um, a female inventor who wants to build a car and her journey. and that's something that I'm gonna do definitely, but. At the moment I do this project and I feel like, why do we always cut ourselves to something yeah, which cannot fly, I think. And yeah, maybe, as you said, what, what, was, what was my advice, I think, t- to try not to belong to one box or something and don't put others into boxes, but stay open for whatever happens, because this, we only have this one life so far as, <laughs> as we know i don't know it's what i think at the moment yeah
0: yeah i think this is a very beautiful advice um and that was something i always appreciated during my um i studied tourism and it was like really this um open mindedness that people also from from my from the other students um it was all of them were such diverse personalities like it was like something that that really stood out you know like someone was on world travel and then they they did that and then another it was like a, um a woman she already had like three kids and raised them and then she decided hey no um I don't want to stop now I, I want to study I always wanted to study and then she went back to university at 45 and then uh studied with us and went on parties with us and it was <laughs> super inspiring uh, to see her and her energy and then there was someone else who who was working in medicine and then uh after this uh, career at the Red Cross, then he redecided and said, "No, um, I, I want to explore more." And it was so many personalities um, and so many stories. And yeah, that really, um, f- despite the content and what we learned, also from the professors and from just from the people. I had the chance to really grow also as, like, a a person to see. um, It's, like, not just one path. It's not just, like, one, uh, if I do this, then that will happen. But it's, like, this um, open uh, road. (laughs) And maybe sometimes we don't know where we had, but we are on the way. And... um, yeah with create f we know where we're gonna <laughs> go, <laughs> and uh but it's also still like a a road, and there's much beauty coming up in the next month, like um yeah, maybe tell us like for to to round it up or um um what is the next um what are the next steps, and when are you planning to release the show or to film it and yeah
1: yeah yeah thank you also for your words (laughs) and maybe so that i don't forget later um as you said this international approach um which brings so much like color into the world i feel also like this format that you do maybe it is focused on entrepreneurship but i think that's something that is uh, needed in our societal um, mindset and i think yeah i hope we can spread it very much because It's very enriching for everyone, I guess. Like, it doesn't matter what age or what phase in your life are at. And (laughs) yeah, Yeah, definitely. (laughs) So, as for the series, we are at the moment still in the application process and uh, the same time on the financing. And the, like, both... Is open until end of April and then for my, for May we have the selection process and the, the pre-production for the whole filming. And 1st um, of June we want to start filming. 1st of June we will start filming. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's uh, 12 weeks and I think we will have a bit of, um, I don't know, um, we start filming and... Normally we want to have a release every week, but the first week of course we are not there. How do you say? It? Like it's not also we send it an dem Tag, sondern später. I don't know. So um, we start the first of June to produce and then especially the last episode, the investment round with all the female investors, will be a live show. So I'm very much looking forward to that which is not also a technical um, experience for the live stream, but also to see how we can involve the audience. So we are planning on a small app that we can implement to have the audience interacting with the startups throughout the whole show. So let's see what's coming there. And I think which is also very important, and this is where we met, um, that we have a research on whatever it does mean, female founders, female entrepreneurship, And looking forward to all these um, small pieces like a collage that will form this whole series. And then, yeah, in in summer we will see what comes up.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's actually a book also being, um, if you go to the Start Next campaign, you will see some things that will be also coming out as an output and yeah, we agreed that um, because my topic is on female entrepreneurship from the research side. So I will accompany um, the show with uh, doing research and, and seeing how are the effects on, on the founders or uh, the women who are going to be engaged. So yeah, I'm looking really forward to that. And um, thank you, Francesca, for the time, for sharing your story and... Um, for giving all the information on the Create app to our listeners. And yeah, we are. I'm really happy to walk the next steps. <laughs>
1: yeah, thank Thanks. you so much for having me for this possibility. And then let's see what we will create all.
0: Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Bye. <laughs>